the world is different. Beyond a lifetime ago, a war between nature and civilization arose overnight, seemingly without reason. Fifty years ago, it paused in a tense stalemate. One year ago, on a cold winter's day, the mountainous city of Bulwark erupted as its long-held godly prisoner escaped his chains from beneath the stone. The decimation was the righting of a great wrong, but a terrible price was paid. Our heroes, who set the freedom and destruction in motion, were called to the lands of their former enemy to help this god on his path to reascension. Their mission complete, their eyes turn back to a threat at home. They look at their footprints, at the trail that they've blazed, a trail that led them to redemption and peace. Now, the same footprints lead them back home, and they walk a path where they might just find the end. And as the sun rises over the summit, they face the day together. Hello, and welcome back to another path. My name is Chase, and I continue to be your GM. Today, our heroes, all of them, converge on Everbird, reuniting with each other and more. This means that this and the next episode are going to have both the Aegis and Broken Tower crew, so please bear with us if the extra voices make it a little bit harder to follow. Be sure to let us know how you feel about these bigger episodes uh, over on our Twitter, at Another Path Podcast. Thank you to our backers, Zan, Carlin, and Atan for their support. If you like what you hear and you like what we've been doing, please consider donating to us over at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. And with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. All right, so let's do this. Hey, Chase. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. I have a very important question for you. I'm sure you do. So in episode 100, um, you let myself and Zach and Griffin make the decision to split the party to save the world. When you made that decision, did you realize you would be doing this tonight? Because there's a lot of us on this Zoom I call. Didn't, I didn't know it would be this soon, because here's the thing. When I did that, um, November looked a lot farther away. That's true. <laughs> we are in it now. So let's and, go around. So I'm here. Griff, are you here? Griff, are you uh, back? Present and accounted for. Zach? Hi, Isaac am here. Okay, and then there's a, a do 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 vo, do I'm trying to Duval? Doval? Yeah, Dole like the planet. Yeah? Yeah. And Christina's somewhere out there, right? Hi there. Okay. And Kim with the ears. Hi. Kim did come in costume. She got extra XP tonight. Yay! Because <laughs> XP is a thing. Flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, that 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 may have been a slight intentional trigger for my other players, but you know. <laughs> I am still in the process of making my Addy costume. It will happen one day. I believe it, but you have something else very much more important to happen before then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I do. You, you fucking bought a house, Hoekster. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I have Gingrich. An official domicile now. <laughs> Congratulations, Gingrich. Whatever, whatever name you're using these days, you own a mortgage. I do yeah. own a mortgage. Welcome yes. to the party. Woo. Oh, Me oh. and my husband own a mortgage. A bond. Mm-hmm. Also, Ryan Griffin officially. Nice to meet you. You as well, my friend. Nice to yeah. meet you. I'm ready to smash face with you. Yes. Yes, please. Wait. 
I wait. hate it already. <laughs> I'm going to leave it open to interpretation. Perfect. That's exactly what I was There's no for. interpretation. Y'all are making out by the end of this. I don't know how you're going to manage it down to, from Columbus <laughs> to Jacksonville, but you know, you have I mean, it. you know, I'm not that far away. May, yeah, I, no. may I posit a, um, a, 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 because like, as much as I love hanging out with everyone, we, I think we have like we. There is something that we need to accomplish tonight. Do you before you uh, read us in with what I'm sure will be your latest and greatest in a long line of uh, uh, of works out of your great book, there, Griffin. Mm. Uh, Chase and I, as of ten minutes ago, do need to add something to the Dungeons and Dragons internet canon. Mm. The lexicon, oh, yes, yes. As yes. It there were. is one. There, there. We do. There have is a very one important bit. bit. So I had to text Chase and say, "Hey, I need the redacted." For tonight, can you send it to me? And he sent it to me, and they said, "Great." Are they on D and D Beyond? Except autocorrect asked if they were on Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So ah, yes, Anaheim, California. So that's what it's called now. So, it's, so we're Disneyland. all on on Disneyland, we're on Disneyland Beyond. Okay. All so we're all on Disneyland. Yes. yes. I need to actually know if I need to put redacted on Disneyland.com. You, I will give you ample time to to put redacted on Disneyland.com. Okay, will... I'm working. <laughs> I'm All working. Right. Hey, this is Future Chase cutting in here. Uh, so because we had so many people on the line when we recorded this, I didn't want to do a traditional level up times. And I promised them I would do something fun for it. So here's this. This is Ben Bobbitt Bobbitson reporting to you live from the strange metaverse that surrounds the Another Path podcast. We're coming up on the final confrontation here. So you know that power's going up, up, up. From our successful coup in Erden, we have Mordecai, who has just leveled up in Druid, becoming stronger and unlocking fourth-level Druid spells. And Luelda, who has gained the ability to move things with her mind and fight a bit more effectively. In the warming forge of Amareya Dejani, we have Foreman Jackson Silver and Headmistress Adelaide Yannette Clarice Charmaine. Silver is casting better and with a clearer mind, and is better able to remember the past and read those around him. Maddie, well, don't you be worrying about Adelaide anytime soon. She's a wizard, and you know that means more spells, more often, and more power. Back home in Everburn, our dynamic dragons, done dueling it out with the dastardly deceased Demorian despot, have found themselves more capable as well. Zephyr, deepening his covenant with the deep, and Rebroth, better able to sling magic and great weapons. And that's the news that's fit to print and shout from the top of my house. This has been Ben Bobbert Bobberton with the Level Up Times, signing off. It's been a night for Mordecai and Luelda as they have turned the airship around and returned to Erden. Their new compatriots found aboard, had armed the magical ballista, ready to go, guns blazing if they needed to when they returned to the city. But what they found was chaos so thoroughly embroiling everything below them they could only but watch as the mages took back their home from the Mind Flayers. It was not a bloodless battle. Because as they looked below, they saw the Mind Flayers and the Mages fighting, and they saw most of the Warforges utterly inert. Yes! As the crystal that was shattered last time, <sighs> as they tried to remove it, 
from its housing. As it was later explained to them, that was a central core for the amber-forged hive mind. Boy, howdy, we, we really lucked into that one. Uh, yes. Over the course of uh, several hours, they have found that not all of the warforges have gone inert, though. Some did rampage. Some, once freed from the shackles of their creator, quickly turned coat and stood side by side with the mages. Not many. But enough. I'll take it. I'll take it. The Warforged made for uniquely skilled counterpoints against the Mind Flayers, what with not having a brain. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right. Yeah, kind of kind of what I was really hoping for. <laughs> After the chaos dies down, enough mages are able to gather together to put together a plan. They will be teleporting the airship to Everburn. Holy shit. Right. Y'all got that big magic down here. Well, I mean, we have it. It's not great, but I think we can make it happen. Fox Pearl, the, uh, one of the mages you met last time, speaks up and just kind of sighs. We're going to be out of commission for a while. We oh, will, yeah. But we can get a crew up. Great. Love that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Go ahead and rest up. You did. If we all live through this, they'll be singing your songs for a while. (laughs) Nice. Good. And the two of you are given a comfortable cabin aboard the ship as the rage of the city dies down below. (sighs) Am I able to at all know if like just in the scuffle, can I get some, can I, would I be able to ask one of the mages to get some confirmation that like Connor are okay? Nobody has seen Connor. When Connor took off into the darkness, nobody knows what happened to him. I really hope he hasn't jumped out of his last window. All right. No word yet, it seems, but, I mean, he's eh, slippery, so. He seems to be a... Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. That was a weird noise. That sounded like Zephyr. (laughs) You heard it over concordance. (laughs) Yeah. You'd snuck into the Discord call. You were just muted. Like, <laughs> I had my notifications off. Um, he'll he'll be fine, I'm sure. He seemed like a um, confident sort of man. Yeah, seemed like it. I guess I don't know him from anyone. So, Did I'll be you? honest. I don't really know him either. Oh, this was really my first time meeting him. But my sister likes him, so that's something. Indeed, she does. So that He's basically a... family at this point. Mm. So therefore, you must like him, yeah? Well, you don't always have to like your family. I think from my experiences, I'm actually very lucky that I like, I think, yeah, all of my siblings, at least. My dad and I have had our rough spells, but those are, that's... I'll say, on the mend. Oh, well, that's nice. My dad disappeared when I was little and... I haven't seen him since. Oh, shit. Yeah. You've got a brother up in the city, right? Yes, this is correct. Okay. He, uh... Callian, he, uh, was hit with some kind of fire during the breaking of the city, and, uh... Yeah. I took him to the mages to be healed, and I hadn't heard from him for months I don't know what they were doing. Apparently the healing process takes time or something. I don't know. Uh, But then that happened. And 
I'm afraid that he may be... Hopefully he's safe, but uh, when I left him, there's no way he could have done much against this. So hopefully they've at least kept him safe somewhere. When um, the decimation first happened, one of my older brothers was working at the palace uh, as a guard. Mm. And, you know, we tore straight up through the mountain, straight through the palace. It was a year before they officially called off the search for him. Oh. So I, I, the reason I bring this up is I, I know the feeling you're going through. I know the, that feeling of waiting and dread hanging over you. And I want to say that if there's anything in my power to do as we're tearing through the city, we'll find him. All right. We'll find him and we'll, we'll get him, we'll get you two reunited. Because I know that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I don't know where I would be without my older brothers and my sisters. Yeah, well, I mean, he was my younger brother, but, um, Mm -hmm. I... I got two of those. Ah, big family. Yeah, there's a lot of us. That's... And you get along with all of them, that's impressive. Yeah, well, loss really brings you together. Yeah... Yeah, that's true enough. And, I mean, with all of the things that we're going through, it brings us all together. Even though we're not family. Mm-hmm. I consider Jackson and Zephyr like brothers. They're, mm. they're family. You shed blood together, you live together, you fight together for long enough, and it's the same thing. Does that make sense? I mean, you guys have been together for, what, two years now? Something like that. Feels like longer. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> when you go through a lot, it's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and after all of this, after we take back Bulwark, hell, Lou, you're part of the family, too. Oh. <laughs> she kind of pauses and like looks down at her hands and just kind of wrings them a little bit and goes I uh okay I I've been more of a loner for most of my life but thanks Oh, just cause we're family doesn't mean that you can't just fuck off and do whatever you want I haven't seen my brother Benjin in like five years like, no, I saw him when he was at the Remembrance. But, like, aside from that, he, like, dipped in and out, like. Point being is, it's it's not about you have to stay with them. It's that you know you have people to come back to. Hmm. So that's a different idea. I've Isn't it, though? Never really had that. Huh. Put it on the list of things to change. I like it. The night passes. Quietly. Um... Eventually, your sister does rejoin the two of you. The morning found the three of you with a fully stocked crew aboard this airship. Oh, yeah. And, um... Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for, like, bring your evokers, bring mm-hmm. your artillery mages, load them up on the ship. Nope, you... Kella and Connor can lead, like, the ground assault from... Yeah. Or whoever can can lead the ground assault from her. Kella is going to be uh, joining you. Uh, she okay. has established a couple of mages to lead a ground assault. They are going to be waiting uh, for her signal to begin that strike. 
Perfect. Love that. A massive circle of mages surrounds the ship. In an instant, everything goes white. You feel the hot desert heat on your skin. And as you look over the ship's deck below you, you see a familiar fort. Everburn Hall. Oh, we're like in the sky. We had to teleport this thing while it was on. Like, Well, yeah. <laughs> I was picturing it like dry docked and like being blitzed out, but you nah. Get, you, like... get, you get shot out. Shit, to the engine on, to the engine on. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> reboot, reboot. <laughs> Stalled out. Okay, that would be par for the course, really, wouldn't it? Just Tokyo drift it right in. <laughs> Look, we're past episode 100. I think we can afford ourselves some some assumed epicness. Which takes us to our Dragonborn companions, who the night before have had a lovely evening swapping stories at a bar as the two of them talked about their previous adventures. Um, uh, it is late in the evening now, and by and large, pretty much everyone has gone to bed, leaving just the two of you with an occasional person walking by. Uh, Zephyr, you in particular notice Jeremiah makes pretty regular loops of the place, walking in and out. Um, but yeah, you two are left to your own devices. What do you two talk about? So that was when I turned into a half-orc named Philip Barnstormer, and I served drinks to ghosts. That is incredibly unbelievable, and yet I'd rather not question it, because it's more fun to just... Look, when the guys get here, they'll tell you I'm telling you the truth. He did it, and I'm still kind of weird about it. Look, they, they <sighs> look. I didn't put the ghosts here, but they were thirsty, and they needed a drink, okay? Right. First of all, how do ghosts drink exactly? Can we first unpack that? I don't, how do you make your sword turn on fire? Like, look, magic is real, and sometimes yeah. the magic of libation transcends what you know it exists on the mortal coil and what does not. Okay, something, something, spirits drinking spirits. Oh, like it was not like a. I don't know. I'll just say it: addiction to libation situation. I don't know. I mean, what makes a uh, fucking uh, Portnoy or whatever the fuck his name is come back to try and kill you all the time? I know, right? <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. But it was fun. What's that guy's deal? I, I don't know. I really don't. Um, I, it, it'd be one thing if it was entertaining. Um, it was actually only actually I had to thank you for that. Um, it was pretty fun. It was honestly. Fun. I, I did have a good time. Um, yeah. But I, I, I can't help but think about uh what's what's next though i have a confession um i've never run away from anything before okay and uh this would be the first time and not really keen on the whole 137 wins and one loss type situation this one this one stings me a little bit i mean could you like banish him to like another realm or something i was actually more referring to the purple things Oh, the oh, I thought purple. you were talking about the, the... Um, yeah, no, they're scary as shit. It's gonna be a lot, but, uh, we got... I, we got this. I need to get to whatever is in my vault. That will help a lot. And when Mor Mordecai and Jackson... Like, I've seen Jackson kill, like, seven people in, like, six seconds. Oh, wow. So, like, yeah, no, he's, he, like, he, he's, like, he's, like, a top. It's crazy. He's, like, a top? Like, a, yeah, he, like one of those like twirly things. Yeah, he turns into a top. It's crazy. He just spins and then people die. Magic is so awesome. 
What? He, look, like he doesn't even use the magic for that. That's just his own. Like, what? He just naturally turns into a top. Well, like not actually into a top, but like he spins really fast. Oh, but it's like a top. Got it. I, okay. Like speaking. I took it too literally. All right. All right. That's just his own sick gains. Got it. Got it. I see. I see. I see. I see. Okay. See, that's the thing. I've ran through cities, uh, killed thousands of undead. No big deal. This mind flayer shit's terrifying. Yo, no, it, I mean, none of us have faced them before. Right. I think Addy said that she had, like, once or twice, and, like, that was it. And then you guys as well. But, right. like, other than that. I made a promise to Walden, and I mean to keep it. And to do that, that would require me being alive. So, uh, I intend to stay that way. We will, we got this. High five. Up topski. What is it? Hang on. Sorry. Just got to ask real quick for some world building. What sure, does sure. a dragonborn high five sound like? Because it's not skin on skin. Well, well, well right? this like, is gauntlet on gauntlet. Oh, so definitely. it's just clang. Oh, yeah. There you go. Very good. That high five reverberates through Everburn Hall. Night passes quietly and peacefully. You both get a wonderful night's rest. Morning arises and with it, a decent level of confusion as you two are grabbing your breakfast in that main hall uh, served by uh, several volunteers. You hear a sudden commotion outside as somebody says, oh, my God, there's a ship out there. What the fuck? It's in the sky. Oh, yeah. Go running because we just heard about what? the big scary ones over the city. So Fuck. <laughs> You all, oh, I clipped my audio there. I don't do that often. Uh, oh, yeah. Chase uh, is emoting. <laughs> As the two of you run outside, immediately behind you, a quieter commotion starts. One Percy Moth, uh, who has been maintaining the teleportation circle in the main hall of Everburn Hall, steps back as the teleportation circle glows with a magical light. As the light fades, there is one Jackson Silver and one Adelaide Charmaine caught in an embrace and a kiss. As they part, the denizens of Everburn Hall are just kind of shocked that there's just people in here now. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss, kiss. As the two of you separate, you find that you are surrounded by people, mostly strangers. You each might be able to pick one or two people out of a crowd that you know, but that would be it. But you are mostly just kind of being gawked at and left alone because, you know, you teleported in, so you're probably supposed to be here. I assumed everybody was at breakfast. Oops. Yeah, um, this is, this is breakfast. Um. Mistress. Hi, Addie. Hello. Percy. He's holding Chomvik. I give Chomvik a little scritch. Uh, what's going on? This is more than we thought was what? Sit rep? Somebody! Somebody! Um, standing there holding this chest like this with two hands. Someone tell me what's going on! Please? Bailet walks down the stairs, arms crossed. Well, where should I begin? One, glad to see that you both made it back. Yeah, we did. Glad you're here. Is everybody here? Hi, Grand Intruder B. Hello, Eddie. Or or am I still calling you Master B? Honestly, at this point, Baylet is fine. But I'm used to calling you something B. G-E-B. All right. Hi, G-E-B. No, I actually hate that. I... (laughs) I think he wanted you to say it. I think his name is just Jeb now. I... Addie, I went to school and got my GEB. 
Addie, honestly, whatever you feel in the moment, I'll probably respond to it. All right. So something's going on outside. I don't know what. Nobody's dying out there, so I imagine it's not an immediate emergency. All we really got to do is wait to hear back from the Urden folk, and we'll be able to start moving forward with some kind of plan. Great. Awesome. Um, Daddy, uh, do you want to... Can you help me with this, and we can get this maybe to where the, where the command room is? Ja- Jackson, I will help you. It's fine. He just grabs the other side that, of the... Like a handle. Well, I will right. grab the handle next to uh, Jackson, Jackson, so we're we're both carrying one side. I just wanted to. Okay. Bailey right. is muttering under. Um, as the three of you move the chest into the main theater, which has now become fully a war room, you walk it down the stairs and get it set up for all six of you. The next five minutes is pure and utter chaos as as, uh, Jackson and Addie, you are hearing like third and fourth hand about, you know, Zephyr and Rabroth are outside and there is a ship. But wait, Mordecai and Lou are on the ship. And you four are all hearing, hey, Jackson and Addie are back and they were kissing. And I, I send over over uh, concordance. I say, I gave you heads up when I was sending people to you, and you won't even tell me that you're coming back. Why do I, I have to be surprised? I wanted to make an entrance. I I type AFK. Spheres, <laughs> can you coordinate a place down there where we can park this bad boy? Uh, yeah. Uh, I look to like loaf. Can you um, clear them some space? Um, didn't y'all take, I mean, y'all took care of those scorpions. Just park it over there. Oh, cool. Yeah, I start, like, doing the big arms. <laughs> and then I, with a uh, 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 press of digitation, uh, I make the light walls. The light cones. And I guide you yeah, in. Yeah, here, hang on. Um, I send Shapiji down uh, <laughs> to land on uh, Zephyr's shoulder and uh, to receive instruction and, and lead the way. Oh, you you brilliant red kid. How you doing? We, we coordinate. We get you landed. Yeah. Um, send over the concordance. We're waiting inside whenever you're finished. How big is it? Pretty big, dog. That's what she said. Wow. <laughs> All right. Actually, no, I say out yeah, loud. That's pretty on. good. I'll tell him that. And I type in the concordance. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> you, you get dot, dot, dot. Nice. <laughs> After about 15 minutes, you are all brought together. And in that 15 minutes, you are brought up to speed like third hand. It's not the best information, but you have a really good gist about what happened to everybody. And as you are brought into this theater, you both kind of naturally gravitate to your original groups. Addie, you see Lou and Rebroth walk in and you truly make your, like, running beeline to them. Mordecai, Zephyr, you see Jackson and Baylet sitting on a big, scary stone chest. I am oblivious to the chest. It's just big hugs all around. Yeah, big hugs, some some loving head bumps. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Mordecai does the like big, the, the like classic cartoon thing where he's able to scoop up everyone in one hug and lift them all up. <gasps> According to the official art, 100% yes. Yeah. <laughs> new, Thanks, new, new robes. Please be careful. Oh. They're very oh, yeah. old. You see, you see Jackson is wearing incredibly ornate robes that do look very sturdy and jackson these are sturdy robes oh my god but you are of course going to be very careful with them there's only one there's only one there's only okay. one okay okay i gently let everyone know hey look guys we made it we did it uh, oh I, I granted i did not have it that bad i just fought some scorpions rebroth has a revenant that follows him around it's like i'm going to kill you finally um but then he doesn't oh <laughs> that's we not like... too bad we, like, okay. fucked Erden up. Yeah, you, I'm assuming you had, like, a war. Uh, yeah. Yeah, get a load of this shit. I roll out the portable hole and uh, show them the destroyed uh, whatever the fuck it was yeah, it was in a the big bottom or- of the hole. There are several pieces of a big orange crystal at the bottom of the hole. Oh. Yeah. There's That's, stone. Okay. There's Does it still stone. work? Um, I'm going to guess no, but I figured we could have Addy take a look at it. I think it's it was in like the top of the tower, and afterwards, like all the Amberforge seemed to like chill out. Well, most of them seemed to like chill out, and oh, by that I mean like no longer function. Oh, 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 wait. So they're on our side, or they just don't do anything anymore? Yes. Great. Cool. But we have what did you you call it an uh, Airbus? I got a flying boat. I got a sky boat. Nice sky boat. Yeah. Okay. How does it? You know, I don't want to know. You're asking the wrong guy, Chief. Uh, How do magnets work? (laughs) I mean... But there's a lot of... uh, My older sister, Kella, is here. Oh, shit, Zephyr. Kella and Connor Slip are like a thing. What? I know. What? (laughs) Yeah, right? But she's too good for him. (laughs) (laughs) Solid (laughs) pull. Nah, different guy. Um, but yeah, Kel is here. I've got a bunch of mages from Erden who are going to like run the ship. And I figure it could be some cool like sky artillery. So we got that going for us. Nice. Oh, yeah. And Amber Eye's 100% dead. Cool. Hallelujah. Safiri, and you know where we're going? Kind of? Um, yeah, I have a few locations. Um, so we need to get in. Okay. We need to get. Yeah. But the, the bus will, the sky boat will work, will, will help. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of ships over the city, um, so we're going to have to get a little fancy, but... We can do fancy. Hey, Jackson? What's in this big-ass thing that we carried in? Because it's heavy as fuck. Oh, did you bring the sketchy oh, chest? I figured that well, was zero. I figured that was that a was, set piece. No, that was... Uh, uh, we Addy and I found it and brought From it. From the back of the hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am calling dibs on that box once y'all are done <laughs> with it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Just don't break the magic on it. Hey. Thanks. It, it is a magic box. It's, yeah, uh, kind of. And, uh, well, you know what, guys? Yeah. It's candle nights. <gasps> it's candle nights. It, it's candle nights? It was candle nights like th- three weeks ago or something. Yeah. Like that. It's still candle nights. Candle nights is whenever you want it to be. Guys, damn it. <laughs> Eight day. Okay. Anyway. So I've got two things. The first thing, it, the first thing is, and I just kind of gesture to my my outfit now. Um, yeah. Snappy, you can call me Foreman Silver now. What? Mordecai just starts applauding, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's an army that comes with it. Oh shit! They were said they were gonna find us, so they're gonna. I am guessing I'm gonna hear more about that, but 
The gods have gifts for the Aegis. <gasps> I pop the chest open and say, Aegis. And four shields float up from the chest. <laughs> and I just kind of take each one, look at each one, push one over to Baelit, yeah. push one to Mordecai. Yep, yep, yep. Push one to Saphir and take the last one for myself. They're, they're, I, here, here's how this works. And I take mine and I tap it with my sight and say, Aegis. And it starts floating around me. Oh, the animated shields. They, they're animated are, shields. And these are each plus two animated shields. Holy oh, that's nasty. Jackson has the balanced scale. It looks like a giant ruby red dragon scale. It is a plus two animated shield with a plus two wisdom bonus ignoring limits. Wow. Mordecai, you have the stalwart stone. It looks like a finely polished piece of granite. It is also a plus two animated shield, plus two constitution, ignoring limits. Zephyr Shenastilioth, you have the patient palm. It looks like an obsidian hand with a jewel resting in the center. It is a plus two animated shield with a plus two dexterity modifier. Oh, wow. That... That helps me a lot. And Baylitz is the final sight. Because he's an NPC and I do NPCs weird, he has the special ability that it allows him three times a day to essentially disappear into a pocket dimension within the shield and relocate himself to somewhere else oh on the God. battlefield. Addy, Broken Tower crew, what are you all up to? I tackle Glop Robroth on the loo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you guys! I, oh, uh, uh, hi. You too. Huh? You all right? You both all right? Ah, uh, yes. These are all right. For now. We did some hey. good work down in Erden, I think. I don't know if you know this, but, um, the Amberai guy, he was really disgusting. Like, super disgusting. I never met Amberai, but I heard stories. It was like, I believe a you. Body and, like, these weird spider thing. It was very gross. That's a giant nope with a capital N. Mm-hmm. 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 Way less terrifying than the first time we ran into a floating ship that big, eh? Oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I know. Understatement of the century. I'm aware. However, we have this partially because the, the original floating ship people told the Emperor how to build this one, so... Uh, uh, yay, I guess? Mm, convenient. I think that's slightly less eventful sort of situation, but uh, it's okay. I was a little uh, focused on the task coming up, so it was uh, actually quite... Uh, I don't want to insult uh, anybody by calling it a break, but... All right. The tower that Jackson and I went to wasn't actually a tower. It was a giant chimney stack in a dungeon... That was for uh, the forge god Amareya Dijani. Um, ah. It was a slightly better experience than the other tower adventures I went on. Yeah. Um, I could tell you right now uh, gelatinous cubes and mimic firewood are no pleasant thing to encounter. I mean, I run into to uh, mimic sometimes when I'm attempting to um, <clears throat> liberate items, but normally they're easy to avoid. 
Yeah, with all the big gnashing teeth and large purple tongue. Is that easier to deal with than the other things with the purple things coming out of their mouths? Or oh, the mind flares? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's fair. By the way, how are you all feeling about that? What do you mean? Uh, confidence levels? I don't know if you know this, but Mordecai is a fucking badass. I don't. So is Jackson! The, oh, I guess this is my turn to compliment Zephyr. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, don't, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him! Is this? I think this is literally what the term fan service means. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jackson wouldn't have a shirt on. I, nobody would have their shirts on. So, when's the calendar coming out, DM? Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Christmas Christmas 2022. <laughs> hey, 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 Maddie. I'm here for it. <laughs> Gonna need a few more fan artists. <laughs> Walter, my guy, how's your commission rate looking? <laughs> Anyway, he's actually really, really, really talented, and uh, it's uh, quite fun to watch, actually. Um, almost to the point of distracting, um, in a good way. Oh, really? This yeah. Distraction? Yeah. With a good-looking dragonborn? Well, I mean, have you met a non-good-looking dragonborn? She just, like, looks at you, like, knowingly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I, I see. see. I am 0 for 2 for good jokes. I believe the last time you came back with uh, "fuck you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that was wow. That was a while back. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I need to. I need to go work on my material. Apparently. Well, you're good with a sword. You don't have to be good with your tongue. Uh, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mordecai just uh, looks up from whatever conversation they're having, like. Jeremiah, can you turn like the thermostat down? It's really hot in here for some reason. Addie goes bright red. And just looks from Rabroth to Lou to Rabroth to Lou. The speech. Talking. The speech with oh, the. Right. Mm. Well, see, I kind of got lost because we were talking about mimic tongues and then like so that, that was kind of in the back of my mind and then we, were, we went all over. Um. As you two are trying to <laughs> overclear the air, Grand Intruder Kalen Kane steps out onto the stage. All right. Oh my God, it's Kalen Kane. Oh, oh my God. It's oh Kaylin. my God. Oh my God. It's Kalen Kane. All right. Jamie. If everybody could please take a seat. I have some updates for people. We need to start getting planning going. We need to All figure right. out how we're going to take this back. I would like you, I know you're sensitive about the name thing right now, so you four come on over here, uh, gesturing to the Aegis, and you yep. three as yep. well, glad to see you are all back in one piece, please come on up as well. I nudge Lou. You still have the thing? Yes, I do. Okay. Right. Eddie's talking about the half of the phylactery. You had that on you the whole time? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't know! <laughs> I mean, you didn't ask. If if only Amber oh. I had known. <laughs> right? Holy fucking hell. Can there be a moment, real quick, just as we're all grouping up, that, like, because I think this is Mordecai and Rabroth's first time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Of just, like, I think Mordecai, like, 
straightens up the extra like couple inches and like puffs his shoulders out a little bit more. Just the like, is he bigger than me kind of thing. Roth has a passive perception of ten, so I'm pretty sure he has no idea what the fuck you're doing over there. Uh, over the din, I'm like, hey Jackson, this is a Robroth and this is Lou. They're cool. It's nice to meet you both. I just kind of reach out my hand for Addie and pull her with me and go up to the to Kalen's stage. <laughs> nice to meet you both. Hello. Heard good things. Lots of them, your, over and over. Your name reminds me of Soup. <laughs> and I, I, I mean that with the highest of praise. I, uh, I, shockingly, that is the first time someone said that, and I kind of respect it. But mad well, soup, like, like mad soup, right? Like wrathful soup, chicken yeah. noodle. No, like uncooked soup. It's raw broth. Oh, now it's a pun. Oh, I hate this. Really, oh, boy. Yeah, nope. Mm-mm. After you. you all make your way up to stage and Kaylin Kane is standing on a chair overlooking a roughly scale model of Bulwark right then this is what we're looking at Um, we have recently learned why this happened but the why is not terribly important the reality of the matter is that most of the Warforged are dead About 10% of them have gone mad and are just attacking at random. The other 10% uh, have turned coat and are trying to stop their rampaging brethren. They are effectively at a stalemate, but those that have turned coat on uh, their creator and his intentions have uh, been able to give us that much insight at least. Something about the hive mind being broken. I will be doing some research into that after the fact, certainly. But at the time, not terribly <laughs> important. Um, Mordecai slowly raises his hand. Yes, Mordecai. I'm pretty sure that was us. Um, and I'll do the same thing and I'll roll out the portable hole. We and... will... <laughs> he looks in. Things we will worry about later. Okay. I am at the point where I need to know what we have in front of us, not what is behind us. And in front of us is that Warforged are effectively neutralizing themselves and that you did bring a flying ship back, which I'm going to go ahead and call that a win. Yeah, that was a big W on our end. There are soldiers from all parts of the peninsula heading this way. I have a way to bring them all here. I can do this as a part of my function as a Grand Entreater. The good side of that is that it does not cost me personally much. Once they are all here, these are all homegrown folk. However, the problem is that they are, in fact, homegrown folk and are not necessarily fighters. They're also going to be quite susceptible to what we're going to be going up against. At a slightly larger cost to myself, I believe I could also summon mercenaries from around the world. Pull them all here. They will know why they are here and what they are set to do. It will take a good deal from me. I will be unable to act for the rest of the fight. But these will be fighting folk. True fighting folk. The best in the world will be at our backs. But they will also demand payments, and they may take it when we take the city. We will be able to retake the city with them almost certainly, but it will come at a cost to myself and the citizenry. There's a bigger one than that, yeah? 
I could summon the general's own army. Oh, fuck. An army of devils. The city will be ours within hours. It'll just be filled with devils. This will cost me dearly, as I will be conscripted immediately under the general. Forever. Ah. Is that something you're cool with? I don't love it. Do the devils go away after we're done? Oh, no. They are a part Uh, of this world. Mordecai just kind of looks at his scimitar arm like... (laughs) So, I will ask the six of you. A simple majority will do. Do we summon... Because it sounds like y'all are not feeling the devils. And I'll admit, I was feeling a little froggy. I was kind of curious at what that was going to do, but... I think of our current party, I'm the one most sympathetic to the idea. What with the two devils that rode shotgun in my body for a while? And I'm thinking it's a no. Okay. The whole them sticking around thing is really the last nail in that coffin. So I will go around and I will ask then, do I summon the people of the peninsula to come and defend their city and potentially lose their lives? Or do I summon the people of the world to come and take this city? And take it they will. Why is it an either-or? This feels like a blast radius escalation perspective. I mean, it's a devil, you know, that they'll give us what they want, you know, to ha- you know, need to, to help us, but it's going to be a double-edged sword. I could potentially summon both. It will take a lot out of me, and I might not survive it. If the majority of you think that I should summon both, I'll take that risk. It's, it's actually not the summoning both immediately. I'm more referring to if things get worse, do one. If things continue mm. to get worse, do the not do the other. We have a fail safe in place, but a good thought. Though the fail safe, the fail safe is the nuclear option. So ah. Gaia's covenant is essentially uh, what happened at Plains Watch, mixed with the decimation. Say multiplied by about five. Mm, not what? Not that. That is all is lost. There is no other option. That will destroy everything within the city, including innocent and attacker alike. It is the worst case scenario to save the world and destroy ourselves. Jackson just kind of looks up at the group and says. We die first. Agreed. Definitely. Yeah. No, when we discuss this, we, if that happens, we have been dead a while already. That is in no way a light choice. Bulwark has already rebuilt once. And now everything they've rebuilt is already in shambles. We can't make this worse for them. I vote mercenaries. I think so as well. We will figure out how to pay them, whether it be in whatever crazy alien machine we find afterwards. But we'll figure something out. Right then. What'll it be? The people of the peninsula? The mercenaries of the world? Or the army of the general himself? Mordecai, what do you think? Uh, come back to me. Addy. I see... I wouldn't want citizens... Like, if the citizens are gone, then there's nobody here. I would say the mercenaries. Alright. Red Roth. I'm... I'm conflicted. Because... 
I think initially, mercenary seems like the right call. But I also don't feel like we're not giving the people a vote for themselves. We don't have time. So this would be, if we chose that, then it would just be, all right, you're you're in. Pretty much. You want to do it, or not. It's a conscription. Yep. Fair enough. Well, that actually makes the decision easy then. Mercenaries, it is for me. All right. We do have hey. the majority, but I'm curious. Mordecai, Lou, simple thoughts? I agree. See, things are replaceable, and wealth is nothing without life. Mordecai? The things are replaceable. As you've said, Zephyr, and Bulwark's been through the ringer so much. If at the end of this fight, it gets looted and torn down by the sellswords who are claiming their fair pay, I, I know that doesn't stand against the lives of innocent folk, but it's just, it's hard. It's hard to consign my city to that. We don't know what they will do until this is done, but I stand before you the face of the people that we would be condemning if we chose that first option. I know, I know. What this will do to the people of this land if we force them to fight, then there's no point in fighting. And even still, if they survive, they're never going to want to listen to an authority figure ever again anyway. They'll never be the same. If we bring these people who fight, this is what they do, and we pay them. I don't know how, but we will. We will find a way to do it. Then us, the fighters, the people who have done this our whole lives so that these people don't have to, get to continue on. I, I agree. It's just hard for me to say the words. I know. There's not a good answer. There's not a good decision here. Mordecai, you don't have to. You don't have to. The vault is already leaned that way. I know. There is a soft metal clang, clang, clang at the door as a robed figure walks in. Right then, that brings me to point two. Gamma, it's good to see you again. Oh, thank the guides. I was so worried about you, Gamma! <laughs> the Amber Forge's light in its eyes have turned from that signature Amber to a cool blue. They're cool? They're... I, I am as, Gamma, you cool? I am, as you say, cool. Cool. They're cool. Cool. I have come with news. Until the hive mind was shattered in an incident, which we will not be talking about. <laughs> I was relatively read in on what was going on with the Mind Flayers themselves, being well-positioned with Amberized Confidence. There are two Elder Brains in play. One of them has been incredibly damaged. Something happened shortly after it landed uh, above the city of Bulwark. An escape pod got out. Somehow, somebody got aboard the ship even before it landed in the city. No idea how that could have happened, but... Wow, I wonder who that could have been. Have it the fuckies. I saw three birds. What? Um, <laughs> that sounds like a bunch of idiots. A foolish endeavor, but a, be a beautifully foolish one at that, as it has granted us a bit of a reprieve, at least in the moment. 
However, they are doing something to it. I don't know what. I was cut off before I could learn much more. But they've done something to it to to heal it to a degree. But I have no further information than that. The other one is aboard the other Dreadnought. That is our main target. We need so these are the brains. They're like um, like this crystal, your hive mind, yes? Correct. Well put. Okay. They are the thing that connects all of the uh, mind flayers together. And they work in consort. However, I believe if we are able to take out the healed one, the uh, other one will fall in suit. It was very badly damaged. Jackson just briefly, Jackson just kind of turns to the side to Addy and just whispers, Elder Brain, Big Brain. I'm assuming I wrote about an Elder Brain when I was learning about Mind Flayers. You you have a base idea. You know that Mind Flayers are all connected, similarly to how the Amberforge used to be, with a hive mind. And that hive mind is a literal brain, organic brain that sits in a vat on a ship. It's super gross. I minor illusion a small vat with a brain with tentacles on it. Oh, that's oh. lovely. Ew! Well, I can slice that up. Good. If we well, but, the, the, a imagine lot bigger, bigger, Jackson. Oh, so Gamma, what you're saying? If we take out the full, the fully healthy one, it will cause the one that is already injured to fall. It will be at least much closer to it, so that an okay. individual—well, maybe not an individual, but more mundane folk than those of us gathered in this room—will be able to handle it. But so it's in our best interest to take down the big one first, rather than finish off the weak one. Absolutely, understood. With that in <laughs> mind, the question is: Do we want to do the march there, or? Do we want to just teleport there? You brought several mages with you, looking to the Erden crew. We might be able to convince them to teleport the ship one last time. We would lose that crew to man it, but we would be able to gain an incredible element of surprise. I can summon the mercenaries right when we get there. They'll never see it coming. I mean, if the ship is within like 500 feet of the city i can easily set up a portal to get a bunch of us down from the ship to the ground oh they're gonna see us far before we get to the city Mm. i should also mention we've lost communication within the city itself Mm. what little we do know about what's going on in there is courtesy of gamma how far of a march is it how long would it take for our forces to march that way if we did a forced march full bore we could get there in three days If we teleport and we just bring the ship with all mandatory people aboard and use that as a command vessel to get in, we could be there this afternoon. We can all of us can take a few moments to prepare and we can be out in front for nightfall. We can have this done by tomorrow night. Do we have to get into the city before we go up to the ship? Right, Zephyr is my understanding. Yes, if I need, want to get my covenant from my vault, I'm, I need to get into the city, specifically the market district. The fountain there is where I will find my way in. And mine is nearby, too. I always knew there was something under that fountain. <laughs> so we would need to get there, and then we would need to find our way back up. 
So that is the, I guess the, as long as the people on the ship can keep it airborne long enough, we could pop down, find a way. I mean, like I can fall a great distance and be fine. Any idea how long we have? How long will it take to claim these things? And I look around at the other grand intruders. Is it instantaneous? Do you need time? Instant. I once I can grab mine, I'll be able to figure out a plan to get us up there. Mine gives me an even greater connection with Carrie. That's terrifying. It is, isn't it? But that <laughs> means I will be able to use their power to see where we're going a bit better. Maybe be able to manipulate some probability in our favor. We'll see. And in regards to forces, if we're leaving everyone here, then we would have the mercenaries from Kaelin to show up, and then uh, good foreman, you've got cinder folks that I, will this, find you? I wrote down fire zombies, or fire, <laughs> fire zombies, but paladin. You made it, I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and say something. You've made an assumption of fire zombies. <laughs> yeah, it could, be, could be holy fire. It's something. They will be you where said they'd we find need them you. to be. They'll find me and they'll be where I need them to be. I say we go now. We've given them too much time already. If we can hit them now when they don't see us coming, especially after taking a large hit already, yeah, they're probably in not scramble mode, but at least in reset. So if we can hit them before they're fully reset... Makes sense. So what, we teleport the ship again toward the city? We get down ground tide really quickly to grab some, some presents, and then we get back topside, Addy sends us over to the big ship. Something like that. Sounds great on paper. How large a force do we have assembled here at Everburn? There's probably about 300 fighting folk at Everburn. Okay, so Not it's nothing. only so much. Exactly. It is some, but only so much. So, How many can the ship fit? It's a great question. Ship can fit 50, all told. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's like, it's VIPs. It's yeah. us. It's Grand Intruders. Yeah. Right. It's, it's the best of the fighters, mm -hmm. and that would be it. Okay. So we would just have, they would just show up a couple days after. We bring, we bring the strongest that are here along board as like ship defense in case of boarding parties. Mercenaries can run the juggernaut with us and start working the ground. There's one more thing that we need to decide and we've kind of bounced around the question. Where do you want to be? You could take the ship. You brought it, but by right, you may choose how you want to use that. If you want to use that to be your express ticket in, I can take a, gr a ground crew down and we can establish a, a rear guard to command from, and then you can fly forward into the city and try and take it head on, maybe take them by surprise enough that they don't come after you. Or do you want to be a part of the ground force and try and rush the gates? It's probably a little less glamorous and you might get lost in the shuffle, but I'm certain whatever forces would appear would like to see some of our own heroes working at the front lines. I just throw a wry smile at Rebroth. Weirdly enough, it's one of those like when you accidentally look at each other at the same time and you don't mean to. And 
I actually like his face is like stone cold. Wherever you're going, I'm going with you. I made a promise. All right, Grand Intruders, I've got one more question then. Yes. Right then. I look over at Mordecai. Are we taking covenants? Can we? You can. You can. It's, it's difficult. It's what? more difficult. Um, but Jackson, an individual you do not recognize and have never seen before once in your life takes a deep sigh. No. No, you are not, Jackson Silver. I am Grand Entreater Red Hop Mercury. I'm the Grand Entreater of Amarea Dejani. You will not be taking that covenant if you do not have to. I am on my way into the city. I will be going ahead and seeking the Library of Shadows myself to see if his ascension has brought any light to it. Wonderful. Okay. That solves many issues. And as for the Wanderers, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. that one is, um, frankly, quite lost to us. Yeah, We oh, have no we, idea we where it is. Naraya wandered off about six months ago. Nobody's heard from her since. She refuses to be contact. <laughs> she has gone off on a saunter, as she called it. <laughs> Troyer, are you going to take yours? I am going to position myself in a vault. Cool. I will have contacts here and at the front line. She pulls out of her robes three bags of rations and a big-ass hourglass. This measures a day. If one of these goes out and I don't hear from someone, I'm setting mine off. If the world is lost, if the peninsula is lost, then there's... This is the kindest thing I can do to this world. We will not let it get that far, but... You better not. Please. I don't want to, but I will. Thank you. Gaia was always an underrated power. I never minded when people said that, because I know what she can do. Damn straight. People <laughs> of Planeswatch know what she can do. The Wilds don't know what's coming for them. That is an untamed power. On the Celestial? It just got a lot bigger. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Can I try something, Chase? What you want to try? I, I I had a feeling you were gonna try some bullshit. Do it. Do it. Can yeah. I can I take out the dumb thing I bought from uh uh Sam Black, uh -huh. the little snake stamp that looks like Rose. Sure. And I'm going to uh take my old stone shield out. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna put it on the ground and stamp some roads into it. Uh-huh. Cast produce flame in my hand mm -hmm. to bring out the red, vibrant wanderer flame. And just sort of, um, I'm going to stamp it on, like, the inside of the shield and hold the flame up to it so that it casts a shadow. So the roads, the shadow of the roads play out along the length of the shield. I want to try to commune with the Wanderer. Okay. Okay. Cool. I was hoping this would happen. This is very good. <sighs> Let me throw one more thing on there real quick and go, um, I guess I'm going to do this officially. Um, Grand Intruders, close your ears. Please. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Kalen plugs his ears. Mercury and Ariel follow suit. 
I invoke the name of Santoro Wind. Okay. You are going to roll 2d10. <laughs> okay. Percentile. Like a, per- like a percentile? Okay. I'm I am lowering the, the percentile DC for you. <laughs> For those of you who cannot hear what Chase just did, he leaned way back in his chair and gave Mord the double birds. As as you do. Oh, was high good? I thought high was good. Oh, high's good. High's good. Honestly, I I was... didn't celebrate because I didn't know whether low or high would be it good. It was the Chase Greenlee sigh of, I, you broke my fucking thing! I, I, you didn't break my fucking thing, it's just that every time you have, tr- almost every time you have tried to reach out to this guy, you've Look, managed to do it. You did fuck up like once, and that was the most and I are homies! So you six are the only ones affected by this. The world around you kind of fades into a grayscale and then melts away, leaving you all standing on a road in a vast blue expanse. (gasps) Not again. We're in the Nexus. As a road paved with stage flats rolls out in front of you. At the terminus, there is a tiefling standing there. Eight feet tall, massive horns that are curved and uh, gilded in gold. He is dressed in the finest of robes. His cherry red skin glints in a sunlight that doesn't come from anywhere. He is smiling so widely. I I look towards the broken tower crew and say, hey, why don't you come meet uh, meet the Wanderer for a second? My boys! My dude! And you've brought guests. Yeah, well, technically you brought them, sort of. uh, You know, that's on me. You at least invited them. It is. We'll vouch for him. I just pull Lou. <laughs> yeah, Lou's just standing um, there like, what the fuck is happening? And he so, Allow me to make introductions. Just to clarify, we, we, are, we are in what plane? You're in the Nexus. Okay. What? What's, what's the Nexus? This is my plane. This is his house, yes. Yeah. Oh. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to kind of move past some of the introductions at this point, because I can only sure, have sure, you sure. pulled out for so long. Yeah. That's okay. I really just had one quick question for you. Certainly. Uh, where's your covenant in Bulwark? <sighs> or where's your grand entreater? My grand entreater has went and got herself uh, tied up in some some really nasty business down in the erstwhile islands. I'm afraid she won't really be able to to handle some things up here. Unfortunately, it is um similar business. She's got it on lock. I'm not concerned. However, it's a hell of a saunter. Hell of one indeed. But and I, I give him the like a. He, he he nods like. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, could you tell, like Mordecai, of so, where it might like what it does and where it might be? Persuasion check. Oh, cool! I'm really good at that. You are you 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 are asking him to reveal something rather close to. The oh chest. yeah, ring of the liar. We're gonna <laughs> use the ring. Yay! 
persuasion. Uh, let's see, 22. 22, my dude. Just to see. Hey, you were in his arm, you know? It's I like, got the tattoos back in your honor. He was like the lesser entreater. And showing him the tattoo, like, the, the yeah, what I just rolled was out the window. Yeah, uh, right? Good, right? <laughs> and I can do this, and I cast Hellish Rebuke. I know that's not how it works, but I just do it. Okay, fine. I don't know how much use it is going to be for you in your current state of affairs, but fine. I will give you where it is. All right. It's in the gatehouse. Right where you okay. would take your first steps to go on any journey outside of the city. That makes sense. Oh, that's, that's nice. Oh. I'll okay. even give you this. And he conjures forth a black iron key and hands it to you. Doink. This is a skeleton key. It will unlock any lock once. Oh, that's pretty you good. No, use... Lou. You... No. <laughs> <laughs> you just see her face light up. <laughs> once. It is uh, like once of... per lock? Once ever. Uh, okay. I'm not giving you a for Mordecai. I'm just saying, like once, one lock, once every time. One, that sounds like you. If if any of us are honest enough to have that, honestly, it would be Mordecai. I'm right here. It's not that I don't think any of you are honest enough or not honest enough, Lou. You and I should talk sometime. <laughs> oh, definitely. That would be a cool team up. And he winks. <laughs> I don't like any of this. Lou just found her type. <laughs> Big, tall, and fiery. Who knew? Not that I don't think. You are not trustworthy enough. It's that I only have so much power I can lend. Like mm. I said, I'm helping things down south. Right. The item within... Let me pull up the actual item description. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm time. The indelible quill. It is a pen that can strike a deal in the neatest and finest script. Any who sign it, even accidentally, are bound to the terms. Whoa. <laughs> effectively, effectively, free Gaius. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, now, it takes a bit out of you after that first time. So if you do decide to try and get it, be fucking careful. Noted. That, that was an intense. Okay. As he said that, the blue tinged to purple and red for just a moment and then died back down. <sighs> now, if you decide to use that, that is fine. Give this information. If you decide that you will not be the one to use it and you want to pass this off to someone else, that is also fine. I will grant a free single use of it to the first person who gets at it. Understood. Be very careful. And don't go out of your way if you don't think you're going to use it. Those gates are going to be dangerous. Understood. Thank you. All right. Now you all be very careful. You all be safe. I like this land, especially now that that liar is split in twain. Hmm. Yeah, we're uh, uh, we're working on that, too. Random, can he, like, sense the the gem? As you start to think that, he looks over at you, Lou. Uh-huh. A deal. Mm. May I tempt you all with a deal? You can always try. I'm here to be tempted. Oh, flirty. Lou, you have a little thing in your pockets that is holding a certain asshole who did terrible things to me for quite a long time. 
Mm, this is true. At least part of him. I know bad things could happen if uh, those were to be reunited at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. He extends his hand. Absolutely not. <laughs> Safekeeping. Yeah, but we just met, and I don't fucking trust you, so. You and I trust her as much as I trust you in regards to the situation. Outlander, when I tell you this man did terrible things to me for hundreds of years, please understand that I do not speak lightly. He opens his cloak, and down each of the sides of the cloak, there are bound scrolls. Each of these is a testament to my honor. I am lawful. I abide by a code, and that first rule of that code is I do not fucking lie. I will hold on to that gem until it is time for him to be destroyed forever. To cast him into the fires forevermore. I would like to make an insight check. I would also like to make an insight check. Please do. Strong seven. (laughs) Seven. Seems on the level. Uh, Ryan? Thirty. Jesus. Sorry? He just boosted his wisdom super high. I just took expertise and insight. Expertise and insight. (sighs) Fuck yes. Yeah. So your your insight's probably what? Like at least like a 12 right now? You know. Plus 13. Plus 13. You don't know what the Wanderer was before he met King Graynor 500 some years ago. But you know that in that life and in this and the next one, the Wanderer will never lie. I I sit back and listen as this happens. And I just look at the, the rest of the group. Anybody know where the other half is? Magus Diamond had it last we saw. Who is no longer on our side. She's no. currently compromised by Mon Flayers. Wanderer, you have a deal. Oh, I didn't even tell you what you're getting out of this. <laughs> oh, I, thought the, the, I thought the protection was what we were... Oh, okay, that's yeah, part of it. Oh, okay, cool. Give us it. Yeah, what you got? Ooh. Yeah, Shaboy's... I know you well enough. Shaboy needs some fine print. Those of you who are not already bound to a patron, should you want to, may join my covenant. You can... Oh. If any of you would like to take a level of warlock right now and be bound to the Wanderer, you can take that right now. Like like a free level, or you're like changing a level? No, free level. You will level up right now. <laughs> Mordecai's in! <laughs> level up, level up. Uh, Triple class, baby, let's go! Unfortunately, Zephyr, you are counted out because you're already a warlock. But, but, I, I don't, but double you, warlock! <laughs> let me actually think about it for a hot sec. Uh, before I just dive headfirst in. So, this means that I would be tied to you for the rest of my life. If you would like to break the covenant once this is all done, I suppose we could have that discussion, but a little bit of extra power right now would probably go a long way for you. You get some casties. And a few extra eyes within the city would be beneficial for really all of us. And my attention being split a little bit more wouldn't hurt my grand entreater too much. And I think you might enjoy some of the fringe benefits of uh, being attached to me. Uh, mechanically speaking, what pact would that be? Pact of the Fiend. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you don't pick like your pact of the blade or anything until level three. Yeah, so. but this would be okay. this is a just... fiend patron. 
What's hilarious is that Warlock's a charisma caster, and I have a negative one charisma. Perfect. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's a good get point. Some, get some, dam- some damage cantrips or something. So I'm just going to go around the circle here and ask for a decision. <sighs> Foreman <sighs> Silver, I have a feeling I know what your answer is. I am spoken for. I knew you were. Damn shame. But I respect it. Headmistress Charmaine. I'm sorry, I don't know you. This isn't for everyone, I understand. Outlander. Rebroth. Again. Not particularly how I like to make friends, uh, and I'm not really good at that. That's fine. Again. I think you're a fine friend. Thank you. You're welcome. And you are a friend to my friends, and that is enough for me. Luelda. Miss Romanovsky. A little bit of help to find your brother? Uh. She already has help. I. <laughs> okay, so. What does it take? Is there some form of worship, or is there some things like, do I need to tithe so much of my income? Just be like... willing. Just be willing to get lost when you need to. I do that already, but. Then I think we have a deal. All right. And he holds out his hand. Holy I shit. take it. A thin moat of fire ropes around both of your hands as you feel a warmth fill your chest. Mordecai. I didn't know this was going to become whoops all warlocks. Mordecai. <laughs> Saunter. What do you say? You know I have nothing but the utmost respect for you. I have a feeling you're about to break my heart. My city is burning. And even after we win the fight, it's gonna need work. And I'm gonna need to stay there. I'm not saying that in a few years or so we can't revisit this conversation, but I don't want to do this in bad faith. I understand. Go then. You've learned a lot. You've done a lot. You've got to fight to win. I intend to. It was good to see you all again. May the winds be ever at your back. And the path lay before you. And saunter, O wind, the wanderer, gives you a salute and falls off of the path into the infinite expanse below as the world reconvenes around you and speeds back up into the moment. <gasps> that worked really well. I put my hand on Addie to steady her. That was really cool. I'm glad you got to see that. Um, so that was, that's kind of where we, the three of us like first met and like <laughs> we became the Aegis and kind of and everything. And, and there were just so many paths. Like there was another one everywhere. And that's, it's kind of... I'm glad you got to see it. You're adorable. And she gives him a small peck on the cheek. Whoa. Oh, that's advanced. Nice. (laughs) Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and our network, ghostlightmedia.net. 
You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. A special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Christina at Phoenix Star Girl, Griffin at GriffCold, Ryan at RyanRolled20, Kim at MetsGirl, and Duval at Duval King Jacob. Kim can be found on her other podcast, Beholder's Eye Podcast, and Duval can be found over at the Empathy on Twitch. Their link trees are in the episode description. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. And until then, remember that the tension should always come with a payoff. Narratively speaking. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.